Prepare for an explosive display! display. Thinking to myself, episode 85th. Five zero fifty cent, two quarters, all that. Uh, it's been a stretch to get to this point. We do say so ourselves. But I'm happy we here. And we was going to bring a guest on for episode 50, but we wanted to sit here and talk to y'all. Thank, thank all of the people that got us to this point. I mean, 50 ain't that much, but we've been going for, what, three years. So this low-key a milestone for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely thank you to everybody that uh listens we appreciate it uh it's always super cool and uh a surprise every time when somebody say they listen to us or just mention right. something from the podcast or something it's always appreciated especially the people that listen outside of the apps that we just post on like i googled the podcast a few times and it'd be listens on weird ass websites that I don't know where we ever gave permission for our podcast to be on these sites, but I appreciate y'all too. Uh, I'm sure whenever we put it on sound cards and we agreed to a bunch of other things that was in the underwriting. Right, we know. <laughs> the click to agree. <clears throat> but yeah, episode 50. Uh, yeah, we just did a guest uh, with 49. Shout out to Keenan Mental Health Podcast. But uh didn't want to do back to back guests, I guess. English is stupid. Yeah, man, it's all right. And before we get started, <clears throat> of course, we got to say, give a special shout out to, uh, not even a shout out, just, you know, suicide. A shout out. 1 800 273 8255. Again, it's 1 800 273 8255. And um, I got some shit to talk about today. Okay. Uh, before you say that, I just wanted to say I had uh, been getting some things from Verizon the last, I think I got it a couple times now, where they say starting 10-24-21, you must dial the area code for all, call, all calls. This change supports 988 as a new three-digit code to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Hmm. Yeah, so... That would have been just recently, but I haven't tried to, I don't think, call anybody locally, at least dialing it myself. But yeah, I about to say, what year? Maybe probably like 2000, 
13, like 12, I would say 2012 is when I started dialing the um, area code for like every car, no matter if it was A10 or not. Because when we went to college, everybody had weird ass zip codes. Like around here in Flint, like you could just 787, blah, 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 or whatever, and your phone and dial it. And I ain't realized until leaving that you really got to type that shit in. (laughs) We familiar with so many different area codes now. Right, for real. As a kid, I think 810 and 248 and 313 was the only one that I knew for. Yep, me too. Southfield, Detroit, and uh, Flint. That was all I knew. Yeah. And shit, we started getting to the 989s and all type of shit. People have weird area codes. When I worked for a collection company, I started learning the area codes. Like, oh, that's Louisiana. That's further above. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen so many calls today. You know where I learned hella area codes from? Like like rap music. You said rap music? Yeah. Well, uh, Dade County was there. 305. Yeah, 305. Uh, 504 is New Orleans. 504, yeah. Uh, I think it's the 713 is uh, like Houston. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the 713, right. Niggas rip their area code. Hell yeah. I think 213 is Cali. Yep, 602 Arizona. See? Like Phoenix area, I think. Not from a rapper, obviously. I don't think they make rappers in Arizona, but yeah. I don't think they do. I don't. That's one thing. You ain't never known a rapper to come out of Arizona. Starlito moved to Phoenix, I think. He ain't from there. Nope, I don't know a single one. Me neither. I don't know nobody that's saying nothing from Arizona. Seen, do nothing. Damn, man. Are they lacking talent in Arizona? Is that what's going on? They lacking natural talent. Yeah, niggas move there. Niggas with talent move (laughs) move there. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Y'all import talent. Yeah, import talent. Ain't no talent. The last. You had a lot to talk about, you say. Um... More of a rant. I might as well go and get it out the way right now. I'm just so pissed at movies, bro. Like, I'm really about to become a movie critic, like, at this point. Like, I don't understand how this should be moving through the whole process of getting put on TV or coming out in the movies. And movies be ass. Like, don't nobody be in there like, bro, this shit ass. It makes no sense. The story not going nowhere. Y'all moving too fast. You did all of this build up to have like the last 10 minutes be like hella like action packed or whatever and then it just ends like i watched um movie that made me really think about it today because i watched it today was dune you ever seen that d-u-n-e i've been wanting to go see it and i told my dad we we should go see it but i have not yet all right so it's a decent movie I ain't going to, because you plan on seeing it, I ain't going to give it away or whatever, but it's a decent movie. It's just, it's just in dumb as hell. Like it's so much build up for literally like the last seven minutes of the movie. And they don't even, the thing that like the movie is, I want to even say based around, but kind of based around, you don't even, they don't get to. Like you see it, like, 
you see it. You don't even see it. You just know it's implied. It's like an implied ending. Yeah. And I don't like that. Uh-huh. Also, the Many Saints of Newark, that uh, movie that's pretty much like the beginning of the Sopranos series. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I heard about that. That's actually a good movie. I wanted, I thought Joey Diaz, um, who's a comedian, he played in it. I thought he was going to have a bigger role, but he didn't. But that was actually pretty good. They did a great job at like casting, um, casting for that movie to match up the people that were in the actual Sopranos. Um, like their younger selves? Yeah, the younger them. Um, it was, it was, that was a good movie for sure. How, how far in the past was it based on from like what the current Sopranos supposed to be? Oh, like 40 years. Oh, damn. So it's like, that that like, yeah, okay. Pretty much though. It was about, it was a good, like at least 30. They started in like the 60s and then it jumped like five years ahead. So like, I guess the best example is like Tony. Soprano, it started mm-hmm. he probably like nine or ten, then it jumped to when he like fifteen or sixteen. But it's I also like it too because it's not really about him though. It's more about the family and shit, but he in it. He is a part of it. Okay. You know the main character? Not he is, but not really though. It's more focused on the older people in it, like his uncles and shit during mm-hmm. the time. Um but Chris from The Sopranos is the narrator of The Many Saints of New York. And if you watch The Sopranos, you know that Tony killed Chris. And he kind of, it's pretty much Chris telling the story of like his family. So it's pretty straight. I like it. Um, yeah, right. But I watched something else too, and I can't even think about it. But it wasn't that good, though. And I just was thinking, like, bro, how do this shit be getting passed? Oh, you know what is good, though? Have you been well, watching this BMF shit? I have not. I'm so behind. That's actually a great fucking show, to be honest. And Lil Meech is doing, like, a hell of a job at acting in it. He actually, oh, yeah, he is actually in it. Yeah. That's, it's a good show. It seemed like the episodes be ending fast and shit, but it's it's nice. And I think it's also nice too from like being in Michigan. So like you get the references and shit, you know? Right, right. And the way that they talking is like still how we kind of talk today. So it's like, I mean, I know people from Detroit like probably love it and shit, but uh just being from Michigan in general, like if you know anything about Detroit, it's kind of dope. Like uh they had a reference from the last episode of like the Coney. He was like, which Coney did you go to? And he was like, oh, Lafayette. And his white man was like, um, he's asking a black, a white man asked the black man, what Coney did you go to? And the black man said Lafayette. And he was like, oh, I'm more of a, um, a all American man myself or American man myself. And then black dude was like, oh, that explains a lot. Or <laughs> it's like being from Michigan and shit, you get the rivalry between the Lafayette Coney and the American Coney. Uh, so like little simple shit like that was pretty is pretty cool in the show. That's hard. I like shit like that. I like how uh, Good Girls is based in uh, Detroit. Right. Oh, Detroit. Yeah. Was it Detroit or Ann Arbor? Detroit. Hmm. 
but uh, based in Ann Arbor show. I think so. I think you're right. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I was, I was watching Wu-Tang, and I was real big into that uh, the first season. I was late on it, but I watched that, and I was waiting for the second season. And then it came out either – I don't know they came out with like four episodes at once or something, or I just missed four a, a month of shows. <laughs> but it was four out when I got to. I'm like, damn, how did when a new season come out? But I only got only got to one so far. I've been behind on that, so I don't want to start BMF when I ain't already finished Wu Tang and then then Succession, which I want to talk about in a second and roll back around. Like I got to commit to that. I have to watch. Sorry to cut you off. You've told me about Succession. I watched maybe three or four episodes and I keep hearing great things about it. But when I was watching it, it's everything that I would like, but I wasn't locked in. I didn't understand that. Like, I don't know if it's just, it's too much. It's definitely, at least from, I feel like it's a show where you have to pay attention to for sure. Like it's yeah, you, a lot of it's a lot of components to that show, and maybe I was watching them like where I couldn't be like I couldn't give it my full attention, so I didn't know like what was going on, and I was confused or what. But I've been hearing great things about that show. It's it's an awesome show, bro. Like I I don't know what else to say. Like the the dialogue might be like the best thing, and just like the insults and the little way they be using language, like. Bro, it's it's a great show. And just for the simplest reason. And like, I mean, the story writing is probably like the reason why it's just so great. But anybody can watch an episode and probably and like it, I feel like, because it's just a little funny shit or a little like how do people with money just like not think about this kind of thing? Like it, it's crazy. The perspective they give. I don't even want to say the last episode I remember because I feel like it's the first episode, but it's when um, they were playing the baseball game and the dad told the little boy, like, if you get a home run, I'll give you however much money. And he missed it. And he was like, oh, damn. (laughs) 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 And that particular dude is the funniest one with the language. You can probably tell. Like, he is wild. They, um, that's also another show where they did a great job at the casting. Like what I can't remember though is the acting in it was pretty, pretty good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I need to put that on my list. Did I talk That's about right. it last time? The show C I've been watching? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I fell off of that. I don't know why. The last two episodes of season two, that shit just became boring to me. I'm like, I'm over this shit. See, I'll always be not finishing stuff. Mm-hmm. They canceled Good Girls. Matter of fact, I don't know if I said it on this show. They canceled Good Girls. Getting into that season four, in the middle of season four. I got mad and I ain't watched the last three. Now they, they got deleted off my DVR, but I'm watching when they come on Netflix or something. But Damn, I didn't know that. I heard they canceled yeah. Ozarks too. And I was, I'm pissed at that. Oh, no, ain't no way. I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, no, ain't no way, boy. I'm like, how can you cancel it here? That's okay. Episode like they okay. more. I didn't write them. Well, I, I gotta make sure though, because people on the internet know what I'm talking about. It's always that little spam article basically that come up that okay, say, "Yeah, that's true." Shows with cancellation. Uh, it's already picture of, a picture of Ozark right there. Netflix shows that are coming up canceled. It's always a little picture of Ozark. I'm going to Google it right now. Ozark's new season. 
Supposedly, it's coming January 21st, 2022. Okay. That's in like three months. 22. Yeah. You're saying it's the last season, though? Um, yeah. <clears throat> and they're airing in two parts. I hate when they do shit like that. Mm. I don't get that. Like, are they, do they release the first part so they can try to build up, like, suspense or something for the second part but it's like nigga we all watch this show we all been waiting for the year without a season is enough suspense bro like yeah it is they trying to drag it out oh yeah that's correct i heard that they i keep saying i heard because i ain't looked up none of this shit for real but um they making a spinoff to game the thrones which is like supposedly gonna be um in the past like when the dragons and shit was around and they gonna have like 15 dragons or some shit so i'm pretty excited about that i don't want to look up and look up um look into it because i don't want to make myself mad and be like oh it's stupid why they doing this why they doing you want like a completely fresh experience yeah even watching game of thrones i never watched the trailer of the next episode i don't do that either i hate doing that yeah it's like, I don't want to know what's going on at all. As soon as that bitch go off, I turn the channel. Yep. I don't want to know nothing that's going on. I like watching it fresh. That's why I don't, like, I don't really like watching the commercials that, um, like, trailers at the movies because they give away the whole fucking movie. <laughs> the trailers be four minutes long. It's like, damn, you showed me every important part of the movie. Trailers do be long as hell now. They got this movie called uh, Ambulance coming out. You seen the trailer for that? Mm-mm. It's basically, I think they was like, basic Hollywood premise. They was basically trying to like rob a bank and get some money for some kind of medical operation. And they, you know, it was more money than they needed or whatever. But I don't see how everybody's going to, like, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to die, but the way they was getting chased and all the police attention they was drawing, it's impossible for them. Like, it was like three or four of them, like two people with a gun, maybe like two other helpers or something. Like, they getting caught or, or they all dying. Like, I don't see, they was getting chased by like a, a swarm of police. Like, how do y'all make it out of this? I'm pretty sure everybody died. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I know? I mean, I've been watching, I can't even say watching. I've been turning on a lot of scary movies, like obviously because it's October, but I haven't really finished that many because they haven't been that scary. But anyways, every movie from like, every scary movie, I guess, from like 2000, I would say two to like 2014, Mm -hmm. open up with a sex scene, if you like. Bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least I would say every wrong turn opened up with a sex scene. In different movies too, it's like it's always a bitch with her titties out in a scary movie, and they always swimming in a lake or some type of large body of water in their underwear. <laughs> skinny dipping or something. Yeah, skinny dipping. Or something. I know one of them Jason movies start off like that. I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, yeah. Jason movie definitely do. Mm. But, bro, that's not even limited to scary movies. That's, I think of that more with, like, a series and TV shows, especially, like, like a Netflix series or something. Bro, it's always nudity at the beginning or something. Like, like Ozark. Like, it start off 
she's sucking my baby dick on the uh on the on the uh, on the camera. She don't should be recorded. Like it's another series that's off just like that. A popular shit, bro. It, it's always it's like a a troll almost to start off like that. But it seemed like it only it only be season one because like even True Blood. True Blood was damn near soft porn for the whole season one. A lot of HBO shows really have a lot of sex in season one. And then season two and the rest of them barely have anything. Like they do, but they don't. It's like they use sex to capture you, to capture you in at a show or something. Dang, you're right. I told what y'all think about. They ain't had no sex in like two, two seasons. You're probably right. Yeah. It's like, oh, this shit lit. And then it's like, all right, here go the rest of the story, y'all. Niggas be dying. They just dying now. <laughs> Ain't no time for that, no more. Yeah, it's too much shit going on to be thinking about sex. Mm-hmm. Was it awkward? I guess I ain't gonna say, was it? Is it awkward watching sex scenes and movies with other people to you? Like if y'all watch a movie together and a sex scene come on, like not your girl or nothing, but it's like if I don't know, anybody else. I get what you mean, like somewhat for sure, somewhat. It's not just like it's not like nothing's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like it is a little. I hope this ends pretty soon, kind of thing, right. but it ain't. The parents and shit, it's like all right, I'm gonna pull out my phone or something for three. <laughs> I'm gonna look at something else, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them be long. It's like, all right, maybe maybe we should forward this shit a little bit or something. <laughs> See, no, I, I would never do that though. because that's even more attention to it. Oh yeah, that I mean, yeah, I ain't never did. I'm saying in my head, I would think like maybe we should forward this. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's bringing attention to me. It's letting everybody know you uncomfortable or shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not nothing though. It ain't the most uncomfortable thing in the world, but it's not nothing either. Sure. Right. Especially depending on who it is. Do it work though in your favor if you say you like you say it's your girl, but that's already like an established thing. Say you like got somebody over and you just and, and like whether it be you you if you're trying to smack if you try to smack or you're trying to get to know them, either way is what I was trying to say. You know what I was getting at, but I don't I think that, that works in your favor. I think that damn near opened up the door. Hmm. But more if I'm at least for me, I feel like if a sex scene pop up in a movie and like y'all just chilling and shit, it's like that kind of open up for more of like see where this hand end up real fast or something. At least it's like presented to people's minds at that point. Yeah, it's like, all right. If she move over a little bit to you or something, it's like, okay. Door creaking open for this. <laughs> I I remember, I know I didn't hit at least a couple girls with the uh um every time they kiss in the movie you gotta give me a kiss move that was in high school I ain't never did that but that might work though like back in the day just for something fun and shit to right at the movie theater or something What's the hardest, like the hardest type of movie, like genre you think it is to get some ass to, like, for, if it's for the first time? That's a great question. Uh, the hardest. Um, like, what, I'm trying to think what, what makes her uncomfortable, maybe. So, like, maybe 
you can't be gory without being scary, huh? So scary movies automatically make it more intimate because you might be scared and need some comfort in. But right. Uh, okay. What if it's like a soup? Like, does the notebook really work for that kind of situation? Like, is that too emotional? Will she start crying? And she ain't trying to look you now. She 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 be crying. <laughs> she hit her feelings. I think the notebook off limits for that. I think the notebook's like movie three or four down the road and shit depending on the type of person you are though because the move the notebook will fuck me a person like me up because i'm gonna start talking shit like this nigga building this house you don't even know if this bitch coming back like that's uh-huh. and if she the type of person be like oh i think that's romantic or whatever that's an argument starter right <laughs> you disagree with the premise of it yeah <clears throat> i was gonna say any movie that's like based on fact of like any war type movie, any battle type movie or something, that shit is all off limits. Um you talking about like some like some uh like Star Wars or something or Star Wars? like some behind enemy lines or like some saving private Ryan or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me saving private Ryan ain't getting it done? You ain't you ain't getting nothing off no shit like that. <laughs> Okay. I even think sometimes some comedies and shit like might throw it off or something a little bit. It depends on which ones. Like the two far ones, yeah, but comedy generally is the way to go, I feel like. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like some, I, I'm trying to think of one that like, wouldn't be a good one. I don't know. I guess I'm selfish because I'm thinking about like any Jim Carrey movie off the list. And that's just because <laughs> I don't, I'm not a Jim Carrey fan. But um oh, okay, what about the comedy movies? Yeah. What about the ones that's like too dick jokey? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that ain't really her style or something. Like, I mean right. super bad is dick jokey, but like for something worse than that, you know what I'm saying? Like Pineapple Express or something. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Super Bad might be actually the perfect movie to put on. You can't go wrong down. It's your 40 year old super bad at all. But right, like you said, um, Pineapple Express a little too much. Like, yeah, it's it too much going on in that. Yeah, neighbors or something like that. It's like, I don't know. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's a lot of dude asses in this movie. I don't know. You know what? I, I mean, maybe because we are black. I watched Friday like plenty of times with plenty of girls that I can't really think of like. A time where I got some ass off of Friday. But it's a cool movie to put on and just watch or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you can't go wrong with classes like that. Like, it's just, you know, you say the lines and you know what's coming next. It's engaging. But it's also like nobody cares about missing this either. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <clears throat> I feel like maybe Friday is like, it's going to happen. Yeah, Friday, it ain't got nothing to do with the movie. It's like if this shit gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Like once it start getting a little bored or some shit, like um, it's like the wood. I guess I'm giving away my one of my little things. <laughs> I ain't gotta worry about getting no new ass no more anyway. But uh, yeah, the wood's just yours anyway. You the only person that ever put that movie on. Yeah. So <laughs> the wood is probably the one for me. Soon as Mike and what you Mike try to slide on what you call it. 
Hey, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now. What is that bitch name in that movie? And I watched the movie a thousand times. Me 500. Dang. Alicia. Alicia, yeah. Alicia. Be right. Light skin ass name. (laughs) I wonder how that actress looked today. I bet she's fine. Right. Who is that anyway? I can't even. I don't know if she's on other stuff right now. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, oh, before we get off um, movies and everything, I am so disappointed in myself and the History Channel and all of the motherfuckers on the show. Ancient Aliens is just episodes of lies. <laughs> I guess I ain't rewatched these since I was like 14 or some shit, but it's like, it's full of fucking lies. I was telling Camila about something that they found in like the Amazon jungle or something. Yeah. Turns out they found it in fucking Colombia anyway. That's probably on my, um, my, my part of just getting shit confused. But it's a whole website dedicated to debunking shit of, on, that was on Agent H&M. Eggs. And people just saying, like, these are just, like, blatant lies that they were doing. And, like, scientists and shit, like, I don't even know why they, or, like, archaeologists, like, I don't even know why they put that on here. Like, it's known knowledge that that's not what this is and all this. I'm like, I guess it ain't known or they just banking on niggas who, like, 14, 15, like me, when I was watching that shit. And I'm like, or you know how many stories I done told off watching this shit, thinking this shit on a history channel and it's real? Oh, you said this shit like WWE wrestling. <laughs> Worst men, because they got motherfuckers on there who this supposed to be their jobs. But it's I think I'm, is that the show of my man with the uh the crazy hair, the white dude? Oh yeah, I ain't never. I'm okay. I should put this out. I didn't believe everything one hundred percent anyway because they do got some some weird ass people on there. Like my man's with the funny hair. He think everything an alien. You could, <laughs> an orange could motherfucking turn over or something. He think that shit is an alien. But I thought for the most part, like the artifacts and shit was all real. I mean, they are real, but the stories behind them not real. So I was like, very disappointed in learning it. I read like three things and I was like, man, let me get off this website. <laughs> Piss myself off. Yeah, for real though. And like you said, it'd be in the history channel and y'all doing real history. Like you would have thought. Right. Like you, y'all ain't doing y'all research on this. <laughs> like the one thing that I was telling her, like they found like a little golden, what they thought was like a rocket in the woods of Columbia. It is ancient, but um, turns out though, they found like, I'm going to make up a number. They found like eight different um little gold things all of animals right mm-hmm. but they picked this one it was like oh this one looked like a rocket mind you none of this is on i don't remember it being on ancient aliens that they found other little things because i feel like i would have picked like okay well maybe that's not a rocket or something but anyways it was like eight different ones out of all of the eight they were animals and then this one they're gonna say was a rocket turned out if some Colombian fish that's like just in that area <laughs> weird, weird fans or whatever yeah so they um they labeled that mug as a rocket and 
it's it's just a fish. And there's some other shit on there too. And I was like, man, let me get off this damn site. They ain't. I'm thinking alien. I'm like, aliens ain't even real. This is just old niggas now and shit. <laughs> Ancient people. No, nah, fuck the aliens real. I know aliens. Oh, nah, yeah, they real for sure. Anybody I'm, fool you think not? Arrogance. Yeah. So that was it for me. I was pretty much just mad at um the cinematic arts and shit. Well, I was thinking to myself. Uh, kind of a tie-in. I think about it like, um, the same kind of foundational thought of thinking that we alone in the universe is the same as like uh, what I want to talk about. Uh, main character syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Now, by by the name of it, do you gotta understand what it is? Um, personal, like main character syndrome. As far as like you internally, like you have it or still on a TV show? No, no. Like this is a, uh, I don't know if it's a psychologically diagnosed condition, but it's like a psychological term, psychology term. Oh no, please explain. Main character syndrome is basically like you thinking that like the world revolve around you to put it in layman's terms. Like, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Thinking like, uh, Everybody is this uh, secondary actor, actress, and you the main co-star in your life. And like, dang, uh, I'm trying to get to work and these three cars in front of me, these side characters, uh, <laughs> what they BS is, is forbidding me from getting to work. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like just thinking that only your goings on is what's important and Things supposed to move because you make a move and everything else is secondary to you. Like you, 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 you being, I mean, of course, you just center your universe because your perspective is your own perspective. But like diluting it with like everybody else thinking that this is your world too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They should thinking they should know that they in your world and shit. That exactly. <clears throat> It's almost like narcissism, basically, but like it, yeah, it's, that's it's how I not. say kind of like a little form of narcissism or something. But it's almost like it's it's kind of like uh more childish than that though, because it's, it's like it's they like got no self centered. Hmm. It's like being self centered. That too, but it's it's like uh, it's like you being aware that you acting like this too, like. It's almost like you think you in a TV show. Yeah. And you act like you're the main character, but at the same time, you're acknowledging that you think you're in a TV show and you are the main character. You know what I'm saying? Like you you openly acknowledging why you're within it. Right. Meta awareness. I think some people got that. A lot of people got that. I think. I'm about to say, yeah, a lot of people have that, to be honest. But like you said, though, it's kind of a double-edged sword where it's like it is kind of real though at some point right you are the main character in your story (laughs) you're not not the main character in your story like these niggas kind of are interrupting my what i want my story to be like (laughs) this chapter y'all fuck it up i was thinking when you when you first started like yeah like i agree for sure until you have kids and it's like you realize at least for me, 
because I think about that all the time, but more of like a perspective in your own world type of view. But until you have kids, it's like you're not the main character in your story no more. You a main character, but you're not like the story ain't based around you no more. And you would get that when like niggas calling your phone and they don't want to talk to you. They just want to know how the baby doing or want to see the baby. (laughs) Just a a device. Yeah, like you were, (laughs) now you a second character. It's your for real. Mm. Yeah, I think some people can't handle that, bro. I think that's like a thing people actually go through with. I seen a tweet today, actually, was like, uh, stop telling uh, new moms like, we ain't here to see you. We here to see the baby. Put it like, uh, where the baby at? Uh, oh, we ain't getting you gifts no more. Uh, you know, you, you done getting gifts. All about the baby. Like, it actually is a thing people be going through because it is a shift in perspective, a shift in priority. It's a shift in everything. Like, right. Think somebody had main character syndrome, but then they have a baby. It's like, oh damn, my whole world different now. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you ever hear girls be saying that like part of the reason some women don't be wanting to have kids is because they not ready to give up them being the center of everything. They they want all of the attention right now, and they they want it still. And especially like from their man or from other people or whatever, it's like I don't want no baby because they gonna steal my shine. That's a real thing. I, I can see how it's more. I can, well, somebody would say it's more so for girls, but that's, that can be both for sure. But I can see because the girl actually go through the pregnancy and it's like the baby always just naturally feel like more of the girls because she buried it. You know what I mean? Rather right or wrong. It just always feel like that. Right. But it's more of like from. Getting the attention from other people, though. Yeah. It's like they not ready to give up the attention that they seek from other people. It's like, I want all this attention. Like, I ain't trying to give half this shit up to this little baby who ain't done shit. <laughs> Got no job, no nothing. Yeah, like, damn, little nigga. <laughs> I even had a friend who was like, um, her baby was going to be close, born close to her birthday. And she was like, she was hoping that it wouldn't because she won't. She wasn't ready to give up her birthday yet. I'm like, I guess. Yeah, you, you spend your birthday trying to plan for there or something when they when they kids or something around that time. I, guess I wouldn't trip. I mean, it's different with men and women or whatever too. But it's like, I don't trip off birthdays, so I'm like, I mean, okay, shit, like do something the day before or something on there or the day after and shit. Or like more than likely, you wait until the weekend to really turn up on your birthday anyway. So it's like, do it really matter what day this shit fall on? But I get it. Yeah, you as somebody who don't, I mean, me, I said that too, as somebody who don't take their birthday as like some major event. But I mean, I understand how some people do because it is the only thing you get to yourself. And maybe it's a refresher for you and you look at it as a milestone. You do certain things mentally or whatever around your birthday it, you know what I'm saying? i can understand it but i just don't feel like that about my own right but i'd be i sometimes i'd be feeling like i'm in a video game or something like i'd be looking around i'd be like bro this shit ain't real like how <laughs> i'll be driving on the highway i'll be thinking like 
bro, all of these people thinking in their heads, like we are just here. Yeah. Like I be thinking, like, where the fuck y'all going? <laughs> like, nigga, I'm going somewhere. I have a location to go. Like, you ever think like, oh niggas out today? It's like <laughs> got somewhere to go. Yeah, we got somewhere to go. And it's like, I be thinking like, how you saying like the three people in front of you and shit is like they have somewhere to go. One person might be in a rush. One person might not be in a rush at all. One person might have just finished up doing something and they just tired or something. And you in a rush to get to wherever you want to go. So it feel like they fucking you up and shit. But it's like, I be thinking, though, for the most part, for all of us to like not even be able to truly understand one another. We kind of do a decent job at all, like getting along. I be thinking about driving like all the time, like, bro, it should be way more accidents than what it is. Bro, I think about that all the time. I swear I do. <laughs> niggas really do a good job at following the rules of driving <laughs> because it should be 10 times more accidents than what it actually is. I totally agree. It's niggas agreeing to the rules pretty much, or everybody collectively. <laughs> And if you see one outlier driving fast, like, oh, this nigga tripping, bro. Right. <laughs> you and five other people sitting there in their car. Oh, this nigga right. wild. Tripping. And one person can, like, cause an accident. Right. I seen a video of somebody backing up on the highway the other day, and they made a whole, I mean, it was old, I'm pretty sure, but I see it before, too, but they, they made, like, a whole semi-truck tip over trying to avoid him. Now, that's crazy. When I was even thinking, I don't know, I think about it all the time, though. That's just like, you you literally would never know what's going on in somebody else's head. Like, I was watching um, Gladiator the other day. And um, you ever seen Gladiator? Yeah, yeah, I have. Absolutely. So, you know, the um, the African nigga, the Nubian. Mm-hmm. Um, I was th- just, I don't know why I was just like, in tune with this nigga, like, bro, it has to be so crazy. I mean, and also in the um, let's call him the Spain, the main character. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, in the be- semi in the beginning of the movie where he be putting like the maggots on his um wound to clean it up and shit, and mm-hmm. he was so calm about like his situation and shit, and I'm like. I mean, I know it's a movie, but I'm like, bro, if this was real life, like, I couldn't even fucking imagine you getting kidnapped to get put in this ring to fight for your life, though. And if, like, you helping this nigga, you telling this nigga, don't die. He telling the main character, don't die because they gonna feed you to the lions. On your way to death, though. Like, they about to put you into this ring just to die. I mean, luckily, he I mean, he ain't died to the end, but it's like... Part right, but yeah. I don't know where I was getting. I guess I've just been thinking about, like, perspective and shit in the world for real. Like, what do people be thinking in their heads? Like, I don't know. That was a bad analogy. But I was thinking about that when watching it, though. Like, everybody in this ring, like, one nigga pissed himself, like, before they about to go out there and shit. And it's like, you don't know what's going on in people in like people's heads and shit. Like other people take, I guess that's what I was saying. Is like people take trauma differently. Like he was just so calm, and the other nigga was kind of semi tripping out. Like where the fuck am I at? 
and he like right. bro, to fight and all this type of shit. And if they like, bro, you gotta fight. Like, it's like y'all facing the same thing, which y'all handling in two totally different ways. Exactly. And like even the way that they talked and shit back then, like every time I listen to like a old um I don't know, proverb or something like that, somebody like referencing on like a podcast or something like that. And it's like the language was just like poetry almost. Yeah. Like the way that they put words together and everything, like even like translations and shit. And I just be thinking like, bro, niggas talk like this on a daily basis. How hard was it to know what the fucking nigga was talking about? <laughs> everything <laughs> you asking, uh, yeah, asking everything you want to say like into like this poetic ass statement right and i'm like bro i would have been back then like bro what the fuck are you saying like get to the point like, and what point did that change to communicate it like bro you trying to you trying to write a song nigga. <laughs> at what point did it just start like changing up too like because if you take that and then go to like the 1700s it's still elegant elegant language and then like what point did it start dumbing down and we got to where we at now where it's like americans should be saying whatever it is kind of stupid like i said earlier um i'm gonna answer this two different parts and one of them kind of fake i watched this show i can't remember what i was watching but they spoke French, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the French king dudes was trying to, he was learning English. And he was like, I love English. It's such a, like a, um, a ugly language. Like, because it was so direct and everything. That got me thinking, like, a lot of other languages really are, like, romantic. Like, it's almost like a, a cadence to, like, the rhythm of how they talk. You know what I mean? Right. English exactly. This ugly and direct. Like, it ain't <laughs> it ain't no flow to what we be saying. It's just so direct. So I think it probably have started happening, like, around then. And because we put our language is pretty much like a soup of other languages <clears throat> put together, like, shit from Latin and all this other stuff. But I think when niggas really came to America and had to really start like, I don't know, you getting your own little slangs and shit. That's how it became like, so like what it is today. Cause even if you go back to like the thirties, the way that they talked was even like more elegant than what we talk now. Right, Great Gatsby times. Yeah, exactly. Like I, my favorite one to go to is, uh, in boardwalk empire instead of like nowadays we say like like bro like are you trying to tell me what to do or something i'm like like you trying to tell me what to do and he say are you telling me how to conduct my affairs affairs. that shit is so hard to me i don't know why like (laughs) are you telling me how to conduct my affairs out of your mind yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you going mad (laughs) yeah that's a good point bro like uh every other language is kind of like rhythmic ours is just and there's no like is there that many accents with other languages where like you could have a southern accent with it you could have a east coast accent with it you could have the uh west coast accent think like an oakland accent or like you know what i'm saying like is everybody else way of speaking a language that diverse i have no idea um i don't know i know at least in spanish 
location um geographically the words sound different but it's all the same language so that's like us then so like mexican spanish sound different from the spanish that's in spain the spanish that's in like argentina sound different than those spanish but right. for the most part though they kind of sound the same it's just certain words are different So you you can get by. You understand everybody from the same place. Yeah. Do you think that like other other places and languages? I think they have like is dialects the same thing as that? Yeah, that's like the geography with the language together is the dialect. Yeah. Oh, I say I feel like people be having like their own dialect, but it'd be the same language or something. I don't know. And that's different from like, like think uh, ancient African tribes or ancient South American tribes. It's like every tribe had their own language. Yeah. Shit, right now in um, Australia, I believe, like all of those um, indigenous people. Aborigines. Yeah, they live like 10, 15 miles away from each other and they all speak a different language. They can't even communicate with each other. Mm, that's probably why they've been able to maintain their culture like that because it's so restricted to like just them and they pass it down so easily because it's like shoot I mean it's about a thousand of us you know what I'm saying I'm just throwing out a number but it's easier to like pass down some stuff when it's that only that many people to like teach it to and communicate with and interact with and live with right for sure I be thinking about language so much, bro. Like, <clears throat> this shit is all just sounds. Like, words are just sounds. And we... It's like your mouth can make a zillion different fucking sounds, and that's all what languages is. It's just, like, these sounds that certain people put meanings to. Right. Like, the word sound. Sound. That's just a, that's just a motherfucker. That is, it's literally just a sound. <laughs> I do it all the time, like, uh, I mean, that's how about, like, this shit not real. Yeah, like how stupid a word actually sound. Yeah. Yeah, like a, uh, a, a, a pencil or like a, a tablet. Like, what's a tablet? Like, tablet. Like, well, that, well, that don't even sound like a thing. Like, a, tablet that's kind of still like what is that really i was thinking the other day with, with um how <laughs> that shit is literally just a sound bro like how and you just know it you just know it as a word and shit before we get too far down this rabbit hole we did basically do this damn episode already like two episodes ago i thought we did well, yeah, we I bet I be getting so confused, bro. Of like, do I be talking to you or Camila about this shit? Well, I was thinking to myself. Anyways, right before we get too far, <laughs> what do you want to say about volcanic eruptions? Uh, it was just one that had, I think it's probably still erupting. It was like real lava, and it, it had been going on for a minute. Let me see if I can find it. It was real lava. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not, not like none of that. Thing. You know what I'm saying? It was red. It was hot. You know what I'm saying? It looked hot at least. I could tell it was hot from 
from the, the footage. That bitch erupted, erupted. It wasn't just smoking. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't no pussy eruption at all. I ain't heard about that. This is 48 erupting right as of October 2021, October 15th, but it's a whole bunch of them at one time that be erupting. And it's Indonesia, La Palma Island. Huh? That is Southeast um, um, Asia. Let me see. La Palma Island is, is in the Canary Islands, which I am not sure. I've heard of them, but I'm not sure where they are. I'm going to tell you. Spanish Institute. That doesn't help me. Got to Google La Palma. La Palma. Spain. Spain. Island of Spain. Yep. Spain. Hmm. I haven't heard of that. I'm just putting ash in the Atlantic. Damn. Shit, you seen that um um marathon oil tanker thing um exploded and all that. <clears throat> I don't know if it exploded, but it was leaking and all that oil was spilling out. Recently? Yeah, like a week or two ago. Nope, I did not. In the ocean? Speedway. I don't know if it was in the ocean or not. I feel like it was, though. But Speedway gas went up. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers ain't marathon. Why y'all shit got to go up? Huh. Where y'all get y'all gas from? Might be the same people who know at the end of the day. Right. We be thinking people be in competition. They really don't. Exactly. They get the owning all that shit. Um, nope. But long as it ain't um Yellowstone, I'm pretty fine. <laughs> that's why that's why I dig a real fear. It really is, bro. That and fucking solar flares. Because if solar flares happen, well, we ain't gonna make it a week. Nope. It's gonna be Armageddon through this bitch. That's really why I need I gotta get my guns and stuff up, bro. And I really need to order order like gas masks. I need to start prepping for my um disaster day like bunker i ain't got no bunker but i need to at least have the supplies <laughs> right because nigga, if solar flares knock out the grid it ain't nothing we can do speaking of i'm about to go wait i'm jumping all over the place um i know we wanted to talk about like the three times rent for apartments but i was watching some shit from like i was watching rome because it ain't TV is fucking bad, so I keep having to rewatch old shit that I like. But on Rome, these niggas had to pay rent, and this was in like such a <laughs> in like BC, nigga. I'm like, bro, you ain't never had niggas ain't never caught a break. Like if you ain't living in the woods, you got to pay rent to a motherfucker. No matter what, no matter what, no matter when. Man, I'm like, they was probably collecting apples and shit from people back in the day before it was even fucking money. Like, if you want to live in this hut, nigga, you got to pay us. That was exactly what they was doing before it was real currency. Everything else was currency. Right. You ain't got no apples? What your bitch in there doing? I, I knew you was going to go there. <laughs> tell, her, tell, her, tell her get y'all another month out this <laughs> No apples bring us knees. Right. That three times the rent shit is kind of wild. Though. 
What did you want to say about it? Um, honestly, I kind of forgot because it had been on there for a minute, but I, I have general thoughts about it. It is like a messed up concept. Like you it's a way to like control your uh your neighborhood, maybe your community. Like yeah, three times rent is kind of insane. Especially for what rent is now, shit. And even the worst place. Exactly. And it's like you you telling me that uh my housing expense cannot exceed uh more than uh 33% of my my income right ain't that crazy bro it is we be going to work and shit just to have a place to stay I'm about to bring them back where niggas live with their whole families again, like Italians do. It's like, it's 18 of us in this motherfucker. Fuck Bro, that really is like the way to conserve stuff, honestly. That's the way to uh, really conserve money and really build something. Get a house and we all just live in this bitch, bro. Compound. Um, right. Five bedrooms, we can make it work. <clears throat> Everybody, everybody chip in. Weird term, but I had a question. So me and Camila was talking the other day. I can't remember how it came up or whatever. But is it gay to fuck a trans nigga if you know he was a man before? You you use all male terms in there. So I'm not I, mean, I realize that. <laughs> all right. So is it gay to have sex with a trans? woman with prior knowledge that she used to be a man. Like when you meet her, she don't look like a man at all. She got all the work done, boom, boom, bam. She looked like a girl. But she used to be a nigga and you know. You know before smack. If you still smack, is that gay? It's basically like I'm not going to call you gay. I'm going to call you a nigga who fuck transgender women that used to be me. And you take it for yourself, which you are. That's pretty much what we got to. I mean, for lack of a better word, we were just saying, like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's a gray area. I'm not saying that you weird for doing this. Saying that, like, that's a weird space of, like, from our way of thinking i guess it's like our brains is so black and white it's like you even mess with the opposite sex or the same sex but they throw right. the category in of like uh you used to be the same sex now you're the opposite sex and camila was saying she didn't think it was gay or nothing because in order to be gay you got to be attracted to like the same sex qualities and if you attracted to a woman because you still are attracted to women because this person looked like a woman in front of you. Like, that's what you attracted to. Prior knowledge of them being a man shouldn't matter as far as, like, the gay thing or not. It's like, now it's a girl. But I was thinking, once you know it used to be a dude, I shouldn't say it, once you know she used to be a dude. It make it gay. 
But like, I, I left the conversation agreeing with what you said. Of like, it's really not gay. You just a man who have sex with trans women. And that's what you and like it's like now you can you like that's what you are now. You know what I'm saying? Like is is like we need to come up with a name for that. Yeah. There's no name for it. Cause okay, it's hard for me to be like, like you you can't just be like, I'm a heterosexual man now. And you yeah, cause you're not you, like because you're not no more, really. Like you you like. Is that wrong though? I don't know if that's even wrong for real. But to me, like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She showed me a pic. This how I got started. She showed me a picture of a trans woman and like a carousel thing, and then it showed like the dude, like how she used to used to be. And I thought like the high school photos was a girl dressing like a nigga. Mm-hmm. But it was a boy kind of dressing feminine a little bit and then made the full transition to a woman. So then I said, you remember that King whoever chick? King Amaya Scott, yeah. Yeah. She had a real boyfriend. I mean, not like, I. it's so weird putting these in terms of trying not to offend people. She had like a dude who looked, who looked like a dude. Yeah. And I was saying with him, because the king of my Scott name always putting himself out there is like, I used to be a nigga. I'm like, I think he gay. And then that's how the conversation started. And like I said, I left the conversation with the same thing you said of like, they just fuck trans women. But I was thinking because he knew hella prior knowledge before and still did it or went after it, that that was gay. <clears throat> okay, maybe that's where we're going wrong at. Now I'm thinking about it a little deeper. Like, you on different part of the spectrum now. You ain't just like just like no heterosexual man no more. You, you like on some different kind of spectrum. Maybe you don't consider yourself like a homosexual man. But like, you on, you on different part of the spectrum now. You're not just like... Right. Because you know what I'm surgery, it's like you're really not doing nothing that's classified as gay. You doing something that's classified as not heterosexual. How about that? Yeah. So it's a great, it's a weird gray area. Cause I was even, and then when we was, I was talking to her, I'm like, because they brain is a dude brain. But it's not though. That's why they. Well, they at least think it's not. That's why they want to become a woman. Right. At that point, it's not. Like, if after she get all this surgery and stuff, is she a woman? And she really just used to biologically be a dude? It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird space to try to make sense of. And that's why it's so many issues. And that's why it's so uh like it'd be like like a lot of violence towards transgender people because like that's what it is people can't they don't like stuff it's like it's the uh cognitive dissonance it's like i don't understand this i really don't get this and yeah. some people it make them like actually upset that they don't understand this and it's like i need to be able to make sense of this but i can't and now i, I, I hate it because of that you know it's like that's what that be coming from 
And it's like, if you see people like mid-transition, like if it, I don't know if she's trans, going from a man to woman or woman to man, but a lady that work at the gas station up by me. And it's weird, like it don't process in your brain. I don't know, at least it don't process in my brain of like, you ever see somebody that's like a, you don't know what race they are? Yeah. That's exactly how it processed in my brain. Like, what are you? For lack of a better thing of like- Yeah, in a non-offensive way, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, you Arab, you you Mexican, you Filipino or something? Like, you you look weird. It's some, what are you? Like, what category you, you fit in? <clears throat> that's how I be looking at that. But um, I think that we, somebody does need to coin a word for dudes who have sex with trans women. I think it's fluid. Right. That's a nice one. That ain't really like out there or nothing. You can't really make that derogatory or nothing. Like you just fluid. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the most fitting term, probably. Like, yeah. niggas, you fluid. You fluid. We might have to, um, gotta push that out there on TikTok or something. Oh, no, that's already out there. You, 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 you're behind. No, that's already a thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Behind, I'm way behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started learning that nigga be, um, all these weird ass pronouns about like dial and. Bug and all this type of shit. Bug? Yeah, I don't know, man. People, some of it be mental illness, I think. Not the trans stuff of like the um sexual orientation thing. Some people be, I feel like, I don't know. They need a community. So they get on TikTok and shit and try to make a community of all this weird shit and just need supporters because nowadays it's frowned upon to disagree with anybody view and shit it's like you can't tell somebody what they are what they aren't which is true people like uh i'm a i'm a uh i don't know what to even call i'm i'm I'm, I'm zoosexual i'm attracted to my i'm in i'm physically in love with my dog i'm physically in love with my pet i'm zoosexual you know what i'm saying like i'm sure that's the thing yeah i'm sure maybe people who be like in love with their car so far for the weird pronouns I've heard bug, B-U-G. I've heard dial, D-O-L-L. And I've heard um demon is the new one that I heard. She, she a demon? <laughs> I'm like, why do people just can't use their names? Like that's hard to afford. Like you want you putting all this pressure on somebody to remember all these pronouns, not to offend you. It's like, what name can I call you? And that that eliminate everything. Like, pick a name and I call you that. I don't need to. That, that'd be the thing though. It, it, like, some people just like be like, no, I'm not calling you that, or no, that's you stupid. Don't I, I want to call you, huh? I don't get those people that argue with people about what they want to be called. Yeah. Like, um, it's a story. I won't share who told me or whatever. Um, but a man was like refusing to call a trans woman male. 
and he kept calling her sir on purpose. And yeah. it's like, why are you being a dick, bro? Like, call this person whatever they want to be called and move on. Like, you sitting here arguing about what somebody else want to be called. Like, just tell me your name. Who you want to be? You want to be Charles? You want to be fucking Chastity or something? Who you want to be? And I'll call you that name. It is some lying audacity to it. Like, I'm not going to call you, like, uh, Supreme Overlord Zach and nothing like that. Oh, I but... mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Supreme Overlord Zach. Yeah, that's too much. I would call you Zach, though. Yeah, i call you Zach. Well, I was thinking to myself. Semi-transition. The disconnect from old white. Ah, people. you made it funny. In my transition, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> oh, that flew over my head. <laughs> um, but yo, disconnect with white people. What's that? Oh, white people to be more specific, bro. I just think like my aesthetic nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Okay, how do you spell that? Sorry. I was trying to spell that the other day and I couldn't even begin to put a spell check to even help. It's A-E something. A-E-S. 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 I, was th- I missed the E. I could have got it from there. Yup. It's just, I was it's doing a- A-S and it was fucking me up. Okay, sorry. You're like asthma? A-S-T-H? I don't... I just deleted everything that I was trying to say because it was fucking me up. But, uh, all right, sorry. So the aesthetic you have right now? Yeah, like, um, okay. Uh, I got, of course, I got like my locks or whatever. They usually be in braids most of the time now. Um, I do got glasses, so I feel like people with glasses automatically come off a little bit warmer for whatever reason. That's, yeah, that's a, built, a built-in thing. But um, I talk kind of fucking fast and like. I get it from work usually. That's where I'm kind of running old white people at. But they just be like, I just, I just like that. They just get flustered. Like, I, like I don't want somebody else to help them. Like, ah, just, they we just can't communicate. We can't connect on the same things. Like, I try to explain something three different ways. This this don't happen all the time, but it has happened a couple times. Like, it's just not clicking with them. They think I'm saying some more advanced or some kind of slang to it or i don't know what they think we just we just have a, a baseline give an example like ah, it's hard to give an example like going to like a, a work example with product or something uh i mean that would be fine right nobody know where you live work um or make up an example. Okay, cool. Like, say they come in there and they looking for, uh, they say, I want something for uh, pain, but also wanted to uh, keep me up and uh, make me uh, get going. So maybe I can get, get some work done or, or clean the house or something. Mm. And it's like, me trying to explain to them that, like, okay, the thing that you want for pain, like indica, and like the thing you want to keep you up, like sativa is like two opposite things. And we got stuff that that leaned hybrid, and it's like 
some parts in the some parts of TV, so it's gonna make you somewhat like that. But other parts, it's like a, a long, convoluted way of me having to like get them to understand that there's not one thing that is gonna answer all these things that you want. And them having to know the terminology, you know what I'm saying? And that's a whole hill to climb. And like I said, me with my pace of talking, they just like they, they just. I seen them get flustered before. I've seen it. Old white people specifically, or just old white? I mean, old people. Older white people, because it's the extra border of like uh or barrier uh like I'm this uh younger black dude with this uh maybe stereotypical uh like like a better word, nigga appearance. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's like they might already feel going into the conversation like I don't know how this is gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Like I not be high and shit that works. So I'll be like thinking about all this all the time, like interacting with people. I was about be, to say, do you think it'd be more of like a self-reflection thing on top of like educating them? And then you'd be high, so it's like you kind of shotgun them with information that they don't understand, so they don't process it as well. But okay. I'm also a nigga who has a communications degree. So I kind of like pride myself on being able to work through these things. And like when I came, it sticks with me a lot. And that's why I noticed who it usually be with was like older white people. And I'd be thinking like, what's the reasons why? Because I'm analyzing at that point. And it's like, maybe that's why. Right. Hmm. I just think it's funny sometimes. Educating old people in general is a fucking task and disconnect. It is, but you know, you you know how to groove with an older black person, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you in particular know how for sure. Right. But yeah, but then I'll be I'll be like, uh, it's kind of satisfying when I can get somebody like that to understand some or some uh, from day aesthetic, totally opposite of my world kind of person, I can get to understand so maybe it's not outside of work at this point but just mm. we come to some kind of mutual understanding or we have some excuse me in common or something like that'd be cool too right yeah that's what i was thinking about like with myself i feel like one of my talents is finding common ground with anybody to mm. be able to have a conversation on um but my disconnect comes with young white women. Really? Yeah. I cannot. That's one. I don't even know what you would call them. Like sector of people that like I can't. <laughs> I literally can't, bro. Like there's a huge disconnect. Like I'm way better with older people, no matter the race. But for some reason, I have a disconnect with, like, I would say from, like, 18 to, like, 30 of white women I have, like, a disconnect with. Like, sometimes we can, like, joke and shit like that, but it's, like, I've never felt, like, comfortable. Maybe except with Kayla. 
Matt friend. Yeah. But besides that, it's like I never, and maybe and maybe because that's me. It's like I have the underlying thing of like getting in trouble because of these people. So do you think it's more the 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 white part or more the women part? No, the white part for sure. But okay. white women part is is it tie in together? I feel you like white other. women is a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> because I don't know. I just feel like how you were saying, how you going off of appearance and everything. I'm going off of like past shit of like not with myself but just like with black people of like manipulation getting too close seeing them in real life lie about shit that was just like not true at all in order for them to like further themselves or get out i get out some shit or whatever like they quick to throw people under the bus so i'm always at like an arm an arm length whatever the thing is i keep the motherfuckers at a distance is what i'm trying yeah to um but yeah that that is kind of like a white women thing though low-key like the uh like the helplessness and like at some point uh none of this is low-key my fault and like somebody got to come rescue me from the situation yeah you know what i'm saying like and i'll cry about it and this is the worst example i'm saying but this is like the street level like uh i'll cry about it i'll put whoever i want to put under the bus for it like uh, if I just show enough emotion about this, like somebody has some sympathy for me and I can be able to get out of the situation just because people see it's overwhelming me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, which is wild. And it's like, I've worked with like a ton of white women and shit, but it's like, I mean, white young women. And it's- Me too. For some reason, I just don't connect with them. Like, even like when I went out with you one time uh, mm-hmm. down there and it's like, they cool and shit, but it's like I can't, I can't cross that line. Like they have to do it. I feel like, and even then, I still be on the edge of like I don't know. Uh-huh. Bro, I don't know if white people understand the concept of like how hard it might be for a black person to fully trust a white person. I don't think they do either. Not even nothing personal. It's just like a whole. It's like a. It's like a a, a macro thing, really. Yeah. And not to say that like you can't be cool with them or have them as friends or anything like that. It's like you just have to know how to operate around people. And I always go to Twelve Years a Slave. Like this nigga thought he was in too good, and woke up a motherfucking slave trying to be out drinking with them during slavery time. Like, well, yeah. you know, you can't be on no shit like that. Right. Motherfucker had to come send for you. And luckily, he was, they was out looking for you to prove that you was who you said you was. Right. Like, dog. Oh. But, um. I got to see white people. I, I'm, I'm exploring trusting in, in that way because I, I think they are genuine people and I would love to keep it and they happen to all be women actually I don't really got no uh white male I got a couple they ain't really friends I have white friends um male friends and I mean I trust them but it's like it's just a different level of comfortability you know it's just like 
yeah. our, our culture, then everything is different. Like, I mean, I know I'm sure we said this example a bunch of times, but it's like, if you come to a party with black people, y'all leaving together. No matter if you throw up, you ruin a night or whatever, black people are gonna ruin a night to babysit you and make sure that you're good and make sure that everybody else good. No White matter how bad they are about it. Leave your ass. Like black people cuss you out the whole time. Maybe not fuck with you after that, but it's like they gonna make sure you get home and be straight. White people would leave your ass in the middle of nowhere with no ride, no nothing. You came there with them. It don't matter. They will leave your ass. And you've seen this firsthand. Firsthand multiple times. I've been left. That's why I don't get like blackout drunk or nothing like with them no more. Like I've been left, bro. Like that's wild. They will leave your ass. I'm telling you. And it ain't no hard feelings or nothing. It's just like it don't even register that way. Yeah. It don't even register that way. To them, you grown and you will make it home. Mm-hmm. And like, no matter if you a man, woman, boy, girl, anything, they will leave your ass. Like, they not searching around the party, like, where's such and such? We about to leave. It's like, when y'all get to that party, they say, like, all right, we gonna meet here at 12 or whatever when we leaving. And if you ain't there, you ain't there, man. They will leave your ass. That's fucked up. It is. That's like on it, bro. How many random people have you ran into at Central wandering by themselves? Oh, all the time. All the time. And it's like they didn't come. Nobody goes out by themselves. Like mm-hmm. rarely. If you meeting some people or something, probably. But how many times, bro, we have been walking Main Street or anything and you see a drunk boy or girl just dangling in yeah. different groups of people talking to motherfuckers and everybody face and shit and it's like that's just not a black thing to do it's inherently not safe <laughs> <laughs> like it's really not safe bro God. I don't know I fuck with them though like I ain't got no I mean you know, I'm, I'm everybody, even my white friends know how I feel about white people. So that's why yeah. it always works. Like, it ain't no secret shit or nothing. It's like, they know. And shit, I tell them, like, bro, y'all niggas, don't leave me, bro. <laughs> I got drunk one time. We all caught a, um, we caught a party bus to a casino in Detroit or whatever, to go to a party out or whatever. And I seen D. Lou and two other people I know. We was all walking. I stopped to talk to him for 30 seconds, told the niggas to wait or whatever. Bro, I turned around. It was, I, nobody was there. Gone. And mind you, I mean, I was drunk, so I probably, it probably was more than 30 seconds. But I was just with D. Lou them for a long time. And then I was like, all right, bro, I got to leave. Like, they going to leave me. When I called them, they was gone on the highway already. Oh, my God. On a bus. And I made them turn. Like, you're not about to leave me in Detroit. Man. I don't give a fuck. I made them niggas turn around and come get my ass. I like, I'm right. like, we got dropped off at. Y'all niggas coming to get me, bro. I <laughs> this driver who's driving this shit, I don't care if he mad. Y'all niggas coming to get me. Fuck that. 
in another city though. Like Jesus Christ, dude. But I, I mean, I knew that beforehand though. Like it ain't even like that was like the first time that changed my mind and shit. I was mm-hmm. and I lost track of time and shit like that. But I wasn't blackout drunk though. Like my main recommendation is to never get drunk out. Um, never get blackout drunk with white people. Yeah. Almost like from this podcast. Take <laughs> drink, get drunk, have a nice time, but make sure you know your limits, nigga. Drink your waters in between. <laughs> Wake up in a motherfucking cornfield somewhere or something. Fucking ditch. For real. Nigga, have you seen this nine-month cruise that they put on? It's like 270-something days. Yeah, I saw the I saw the headline about it at least. Yeah, would you do that? Um, no, there's no way I want to be at sea for nine months. It would be no way, bro. No way. For one, a disease on that motherfucker is gonna be crazy. One person gets sick is like the boat sick. The boat sick, and then it's like it's gonna be fights. It's gonna be at least two murders on that motherfucker. Somebody thrown <laughs> off or something, and then the amount of cheating and all that shit that's gonna be going on on there, bro. It's gonna be. I don't think that's a good idea. They, I get they probably trying to make up their money that they lost and shit. And a few people might do it, but nine months is a long time. Like I can't be bored nowhere. Like after two months, it's like, all right, can I? Um, y'all drop me off at the nearest station. I took. Like black. What's the longest you would do one for? Um, I would say if it's just me and one other person, the longest I would do one for probably is like two weeks. If it's me and like a group, so let's say like me, like me and you and the rest of the boys and shit, like we went on one. And I was single. I probably got two months. If we get off the boat, and if we getting off the boat place, if we got to stay on this boat the entire time, I got about a week in me. I can't do no long time at sea. That shit ain't. It. It's cool, but it ain't all that though. So, so you saying like with? Port stops, you can do a couple months. Yeah, with port stops, I can do I can do like two, three months for sure with a group of people. I can see that because the port stops make it like you look basically traveling the world at that point. I could see I couldn't do nine months of that, but I could do for sure like three. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. About three. It's about the limit. I don't I couldn't see four. That's a little long, but three for sure. I can do three. And I'm thinking after a while, after the first two weeks, all of having fun and drinking shit out the window. Like, niggas ain't about to be drinking hella drinks every day and shit no more. So like, you're going to have to start trying to find stuff to do on this boat. So it's like, you're going to have to work out. Do they get workout plans? Like, if you could, if you get nine months of taking advantage of, like, the massages that they offer, like, the gyms, if you got full access I think you probably can do it. If they putting on shows and shit, like at least a few times a week, having the movies on the deck and everything. Yeah. It'll be straight for a while. 
But then you're going to remember that, like, nigga, you got seven more months of this shit. If I had, like, a whole bunch of, like, weed or a whole bunch of edibles or something, like, it'd make it a lot better. Yeah. Oh, but I can't drink it every day. Right. If you got, oh, if I got weed, nigga, I could last probably five months. <laughs> because the first two months, I'm going to just be high on the deck all the time anyway. And like I said, getting off on the port. And like I said, I would definitely have to be single on there because it's like, it's going to be, you literally stuck with all these women on here. And I mean, it's going to happen. See, I, I, I kind of like, if I'm with my girl or something on there, like that's kind of straight because like, it's just me and her for all the months. That's kind of straight, low key. That's what I was saying. When like my girl, I think I could probably do. If we both, if we got weed on there, I could do. I could probably make the. Um, I don't say nine. If I could probably do six stuff. If we getting off at ports and shit. Yeah. I could probably do the nine if it's just me and her. Hmm. Because the ports make all the difference in the world, honestly. Yeah, the ports and the weed make all the difference. And like <laughs> I said, full access to all the amenities on the boat. Oh, got it. Got to have that. Got to have that. Yeah. Like, and okay, is it nine months no access, though, to like the outside world? Or like, oh, well, not nine months, whatever long we're saying, like three months, six months, no access to the world? Or is like you also can be on your phone no yeah I'm, I'm sure you can be on your phone on there like they got wi-fi for sure okay yeah that's what i was thinking like that'd be nine months away from the kids and shit so this is all hypothetical for sure but because if the kids on there i'm gonna give me a week man <laughs> Oh, unless they got daycares on that motherfucker if they got daycares on the week i damn near do that <laughs> you said, actually sign me up now. <laughs> <laughs> you give me nine months on a cruise ship. I get off on ports. They got a daycare. I get full access to all these amenities. And I got weed and drinks. Shit, I didn't really live on that motherfucker. They give me <laughs> shit. I work eight hours, not the slave hours. They be oh my god, bro. I I I just thought I will I feel so bad for them workers if they do that. Nine, oh, yeah, see, bro, working they work 16 hours a day. Oh, my god, they had to split that up in like half day shifts or something like 12 hours a day. You just own and off or something, like, or it's like, shit, you do like four months and you be done, and then they bring a new crew or something because, bro, that's that's yeah, crazy. three days on, three days off or something, and you just get to enjoy the boat like everybody else do, right. That, that could work. Three days on, three days off. 16-hour days, but then you three days off. Well, shit. And it'd be, what, four days on, three days off. Well, why, why do weeks matter when you at sea? Why, why we got to do that? Well, I mean, they got a schedule, shit. They going to have to. The schedule's going to go by seven days. 
I mean, it can't just it's continuous though for the whole duration. Oh, right, of the right, 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 right. I yeah, well, you all, everybody you don't got dry there. Everybody already there. Mean, yeah, you mean just like three days straight, three days off, three days straight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that could work for sure. Really. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up work too because I was thinking about that. Like, I was going to the extreme with it. Like, uh, what I want to be like a uh, one of them niggas who go on like oil rigs for like nine months for like 120k for the year. No, I, you know what I'm saying? I I've thought about it before too, but to the more I guess like everyday level would definitely like a cruise line worker like that might not be bad either if you if like it's like how i say three days on three days off but having to do that every day is like hell but yeah, yeah. shit i mean th- i had a whole interview with well i ain't go but i had everything set up with carnival and i backed out at the last minute because mm. i'm like bro i can't do six i can't work for 16 hours a day bro and now I'm doing a bunch of, re- I mean, they got you in these little dormitories and you can't, uh, you still got to spend all your money for stuff and shit. Oh, yeah, that's whack. <laughs> it is. But I was going to do that shit, though. I was going to try to be a bartender because I'm like, I know they chips got to be crazy. Oh, yeah. You you probably made like an extra five, five uh, digits in tips on that. And I was trying to convince my brother to do it with me. I was telling him um, it was like a four-month contract, like over the summer from like May to September or something. And I was like, bro, just do it with me. <laughs> and he was thinking about doing it too. Shit. I think yeah. I had an interview with Delta to be a motherfucker. Flight attendant, I ain't uh-huh. I was thinking about that oil rig shit. And dude, I know um, from high school, he... Uh, he worked on the oil rig. He lived in like North Dakota, some somewhere weird as hell. And um, he be always saying like how much money he making and shit. But that's a dangerous job though. And I was like, I ain't really trying to put my life at risk every day. But um, they do make a bunch of money. I watched the documentary too that them towns though, like them oil rig towns, the rent be like three thousand dollars a month because niggas know you got money. Right, they taking the say they whole market is y'all. Yeah, and they it be a lot of prostitutes in them cities because niggas can't go nowhere, so they just right they check some drinking and prostitution. Probably gambling and prostitution. Yeah. yeah, the good old jobs and forms of income. Right, I thought about that shit though. Prostitution and gambling? No, oh, you're right. I about to say I feel like I can. Kind of see you doing that a little bit. Prostituting and gambling? Oil rig working. Uh yeah, not not an oil rig. I would be more down for the carnival cruise, so key. I could see you being like the host on a, a carnival cruise. I'm hitting some guests and stuff, you know, you know what I'm saying? It might not be too bad. See, that's the thing you can't do though. Like you can't I'm hitting some guests. You can't get caught. On their side, and the guests can't get caught on your side. Oh, it's different sides. Yeah. Or, like, different floors, at least. But, I mean, you can hit as many of the crew as you want, but you can't hit the guests. See, the guests is more diverse than the crew. You said what? The guests more diverse than the crew, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, definitely. The crew ain't shit, but Filipino motherfuckers don't. That's like 80%. <laughs> I ain't even joking, for real. It's like, yeah, they, they, no, they actually are. I know. Yeah. I'm Filipino. 
For Carnival, at least. Right, yeah, Carnival, at least. All right, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't got anything else. I'm about good. I'm getting a little hungry. Um, yeah, I'm about good too. It's 907, you know. I gotta start getting them together. All right. But um man, I, I think that was actually a really good episode. Episode 50. I think we um hammered out like an unexpected like really good episode i mean not unexpected because we are low expectations of ourselves just i didn't know we had that much in us based on what we had written down you know what i mean right yeah for sure and that's how i feel too i'm uh kind of upset i should have got a little glass of wine or something but it's all good cool well you know i'm always off to celebrate a little bit of something I'm always off the MG, so you know. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> some uh some fireworks or some episode 50, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um top five. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Um that new young thug came out. I'm really loving that right now. Uh so he got a couple spots on there, but I'll start. Uh, not the B.O.B. So for the, I believe it would have been the second week in a row. Yep, that Bino uh, Rydox, I believe he's called, and Roddy Rich. Let me find out. That's my joint. Um, and then off the Young Thug, Fifth Day Dead, first one. Uh, off that new Maxo Cream, Greener Knots. Actually, this would have been before the Maxo album came out. Uh, this one, this upcoming week, uh, may have some action on. I really like this album as well, but uh, we'll see. Haven't quite did the narrowing down just yet, but uh, he's on there. Then another one from Young Thug, Dropping Jewels, uh, two from the new Young Thug album, Punk. Uh, definitely one of the best albums uh, this year, and definitely, I think, easily his best work so far, his career, but uh, wasn't able to top. Even with double entries, the B.O.B., that new Adele, Easy On Me. Adele, Easy On Me. That that, that one is uh, pretty insane. As yeah, I like you like that one? Yeah, I do. I fuck with Adele. Yeah, she hard. Well, all right, folks. Episode 50. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And check your 51. Yep. Yeah. Y'all be safe. Holla. Peace.